0: Rome wasn't built in a day, and neither was the United States of America. Patriots of the American Revolution did many things to help secure freedom for the American colonies. Massachusetts became synonymous with the American cause because the first protest riots and other acts against British oppression occurred there, assembling around the cry of no taxation without representation. On the 5th of March, 1770, the Boston Massacre took place when a brawl on King Street between citizens and a lone British soldier led to five men getting shot and killed by the soldiers who came in as reinforcements. Crispus Attucks, a runaway slave who became a sailor, was one of those at the front of the fight and was the first killed, becoming the first casualty of the American Revolution. This incident provoked colonists to fight for freedom. Of all the many British-enforced taxes, the Tea Act of 1773 was the most infuriating to the colonists. This act caused tea to be more expensive, thus hurting the profits of the Massachusetts merchants. When the next tea ship came into port from England, a local group of men known as the Sons of Liberty dumped all the tea into the harbor, and this event became known as the Boston Tea Party. Over in Connecticut, they were already passing anti-Tory laws, Little-known Patriot John Hamlin enlisted as a soldier of the 15th Company in the Connecticut Militia in May of 1774. He was promoted to a lieutenant and served throughout the war. A month later, in Worcester County, Massachusetts, a committee of correspondence was appointed consisting of a group of men including little-known Patriot Joseph Harrington. This committee was the American colonies' means of maintaining communication lines in the years before the Revolutionary War. The goal throughout the 13 colonies was to inform the people of the common threat they faced from England. On the 5th of February 1775, the British Parliament declared Massachusetts to be in a state of rebellion and sent troops to restore order to the colony. Most of the population largely opposed British authority. Three months later, the Battles of Lexington and Concord took place, where the famous shot heard around the world was fired. When word of the Lexington skirmish arrived in New Bern, North Carolina on the 6th of May, open warfare seemed inevitable. North Carolina newspaper editor James Davis wrote, The sword is now drawn, and God knows when it'll be sheathed. In December of 1775, Lord Dunmore, Royal governor of Virginia, fled the colonial capital of Williamsburg for the safety of the British fleet. He later took up headquarters in Norfolk, a town with a large, loyalist population. Dunmore sought to quiet the Patriots' passion by destroying farms and plantations belonging to the rebels, and by seizing a number of printing presses. Hoping to end Patriot opposition by a well-timed military blow, Dunmore assembled a small army composed of British regulars, Loyalist volunteers, and a number of runaway slaves who had been promised their freedom in return for their service. However, the Loyalists were defeated by militias from Virginia and Maryland. Out of anger, Dunmore ordered the shelling of Norfolk on the 1st of January, 1776. Fires resulted from the bombing and other blazes were set by partisans on both sides. More than 800 buildings were burned, mounting to about two-thirds of the town. Another 400 structures were destroyed in February as part of the Patriot Scorched Earth Policy. Following the Battle of Great Bridge and the attack on Norfolk, British control in Virginia ended. While British loyalists and patriots were battling in Virginia, New Hampshire became the first colony to draft a constitution on the 5th of January, 1776. Three days later, the royal governor of New Jersey, William Franklin, the son of Benjamin Franklin, was arrested for opposing the revolution. Around this same time, British warships arrived in the Savannah River and caused the first crisis in Savannah, Georgia. Savannah's Council of Safety, convinced that the city was to be the object of a British attack, placed Georgia's Royal Governor Wright under house arrest and instructed Colonel McIntosh to take charge of the defense of Savannah. The so-called Battle of the Rice Boats took place with British Marines seizing rice-laden merchant ships in the Savannah Harbor, some of which the local militia burned. The object of the British fleet was the attainment of provisions for the struggling army overwhelmed in Boston. The fleet sailed off with some of the rice and with the fugitive, Royal Governor Wright and his chief counselors aboard. After South Carolina's Royal Governor William Campbell fled that colony, the Revolutionary Provincial Council quickly drafted a new constitution, which was adopted in March of 1776. The document, designed to be temporary, created a two-house legislature, with the lower house or general assembly electing the upper house or legislative council from out of its own number. As South Carolina was writing their constitution, George Washington was taking charge of the rebel army in Massachusetts. When Washington acquired a heavy cannon, the British were forced to leave, marking the first great colonial victory of the war. Ever since, Evacuation Day has been celebrated as a state holiday in Massachusetts. In May 1776, Rhode Island became the first colony to sever ties with England. The following month, the Assembly of the Lower Counties of Pennsylvania declared itself independent of British and Pennsylvanian authority, thus creating the state of Delaware. A couple of days after this declaration, Pennsylvania held its provincial conference. Right after Pennsylvania's provincial conference was finished, Virginia adopted its own constitution on the 29th of June, 1776. This constitution established separation of governmental powers with the creation of the two-house Virginia General Assembly as a legislative body of the state and the governor of Virginia as the chief magistrate or executive. The American Revolutionary War was underway, and George Washington had recently been defeated in New York, putting New Jersey in immediate danger of invasion. With Patriot and Tory factions plotting and battling each other, New Jersey was a state at war and was nearly a state at Civil War. Composed in a span of five days and ratified only two days later, during this state of emergency, the New Jersey State Constitution reproduced the commotion and uncertainty of the moment on July 2, 1776, just two days before the signing of Declaration of Independence. Its primary objective was to provide a basic governmental framework that would preempt New Jersey's fall into anarchy. Among other provisions, it granted the right to vote to unmarried women and blacks who met property requirements. In August, the first major battle after the signing of the Declaration of Independence was the Battle of Long Island. The British won this battle and gained control of the strategically important port of New York. On the 16th of September, 1776, the Continental Army under Commander-in-Chief General George Washington and totaling around 9,000 men held a series of high ground positions in Upper Manhattan against the British Army of around 5,000 men. The Battle of Harlem Heights was Washington's first battlefield success of the war, and it helped restore the confidence of the Continental Army after they had suffered several defeats. Four days later, while the Great Fire of New York burned and destroyed a quarter of the structures in New York City, Delaware was quickly finishing their constitution and putting it into effect. The Delaware Constitution was never submitted for popular approval and was the first state constitution written by a convention elected for that purpose following the Declaration of Independence. On the 28th of September, Pennsylvania followed in Delaware's footsteps and finished their state's first constitution. It was described as the most democratic in America, although it notably based rights in men, not in persons. The change of government, however, was opposed by many of the citizens. From its beginning, the convention assumed the temporary political power of the state. One month later, little-known patriot Private Christian Goebel was one of the 3,100 American troops at the Battle of White Plains, where he was captured and held for three months by the British. In November 1776, the British started to threaten Philadelphia. Taking safety precautions, the Continental Congress moved to Annapolis, Maryland, where it remained until the following spring. By December, the 5th North Carolina Provincial Congress ratified their first constitution. This draft was not submitted to a vote of the people, but was accompanied by a Declaration of Rights. Although the Constitution affirmed the separation of power among the three branches of government, the General Assembly held the true power. Around the same time, George Washington's army crossed the Delaware River at night during a bad storm, which caught the Hessians by surprise and won the battle that was the turning point of the revolution. A few days later, on the 2nd of January 1777, Cornwallis engaged in battle once Washington recrossed the Delaware River. This resulted in the Battle of Aspenick Creek, where the British had heavy casualties. Washington tricked them into believing the Continental Army troops were there during the night by using campfires, loud noises, and fortification repair done by just a few troops while the rest headed towards Princeton. The next day, Washington and the Continental Army defeated the British at the Battle of Princeton. This battle resulted in a resurgence of the militias from New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Delaware, New York, and Connecticut which forced the British out of most of New Jersey and boosted the morale of the Americans. And yet, the United States of America still had a long road ahead to achieve freedom. Thank you for joining the smith Bryan chapter today on the Road to Freedom for the American Colonies. Please join us next week for the exciting conclusion.